Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Kings in play. They're going to go for the final shot in regulation. De'Aaron Fox over the midcourt line picked up by Dosumu. Three seconds to go. Top side for the win. Got it! With seven-tenths of a second. With Aldo Sumu at the baseline in play, Levine got stripped by Fox, and the ball game is over, and the Kings win it. De'Aaron Fox got it done on both ends of the floor. In the final seconds of this game, he hit a three, and then he got a strip Levine. Chuck Swirsky right there with the call here on 670. The score, Bulls fall to the Sacramento Kings. 117-114. Another heartbreaker, but... This one, for some reason, didn't sting as much. And I wonder if the same holds true for my next guest. Joining us right now on the Circa Resort Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, the man, the myth, the legend, you know who he is, writer for Bulls.com, author of The Jordan Rules, author of I'll Show You with Derrick Rose, Sam Smith hanging out with us tonight. Sam, what's going on? Um, yeah, you're right. Actually, um you know, only if you care about who won the game. It it really was an entertaining kind of fun game. Yeah. And, you know, somebody makes shots like that at the end. You know, DeRozan makes a great, you know, who expects a four-point play when you need one. Um, <laughs> no one. Know, so, really, the game, you know, was kind of over against the Bulls. And then, you know, uh, Fox makes a heck of a shot, you know, tough shot. Um, great shot, really. You know, and that's, you know, that's sort of – I know people come for the wins and losses, but, you know, I kind of come a little more for the aesthetics for it, you know, just really enjoy the, the play. So I mean, it was great. I mean, Darren Fox, is what he's been doing this year is just extremely impressive. I mean, you see him, I mean, super quick. Not 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 Derek Rose-esque where he's above the rim, but when you look at his speed and his ability to score, obviously they do it a little bit differently, but, but there, there's definitely some similarities there for me when it comes to the speed. And you like watching it. It's cool. He just it, it was tough to watch that at the end, you know, him put up that three and just kind of knock it down, especially because, Sam, my thing was it's it's one thing for the Bulls to lose, I don't know, in a different way, <laughs> but it seems like this has pretty much been the, 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 the storyline for the Bulls when it comes to these types of games. Early lead, kind of falter in the middle somehow because you can't necessarily get a flow to the offense to continue scoring at the rate in which you were, you know, outside of that lull and then at the very end it's tight but you know can't can't necessarily close it out i know everybody you know likes to think um you know no excuses all that sort of stuff and 
they're all NBA players. And uh, but you know, it's like football. You know, if you if you lose, and I'm not saying Lonzo Ball was you know superstar, but it's sort of like football. You lose your quarterback, and you bring in the next quarterback. He he can't, he doesn't do what the other quarterback does. You know, and again, not comparing him to the All Star, but for for what he did for the Bulls and and the flaw in the roster was. You know, they had a point guard. They don't have another. You know, there was no substitute. So it's like the quarterback goes out, and then then you got, like, you, you know, a practice squad guy coming in. And and uh, <laughs> so that, that that's, an, that's a big problem. I mean, it's it, it, over the years since Rose got hurt, essentially the Bulls have been looking for a point guard for several years. You know, Chris Dunn and – I mean, it's, you know, during that rebuilding period, there was probably 16 different, different guys yeah. played point guard. And so they finally get this one in the ball. And, you know, now we get, you know, more more bad news, but expected, you know, that, that he, he needs another surgery yet. So you really can't count on him anymore. If he comes back at some point before the end of his contract, great. But now you've got to find another. And, and you know, I'm not necessarily faulting. Billy Donovan, but um, you know DeSumo is not a point guard, and so he doesn't make point guard plays. He can't run an offense, and, and if and so, then the ball just falls into the lap of the Rosen or Levine to make plays, and and you know so they're not going to involve Vucevic because it's not what they're naturally able to do, and so it compounds. But you know when you look, at I me, mean, it's it's sort of just another symptom of a tough season. Now this is the third time, you know, Halliburton in Indiana a couple of weeks ago, and there was one earlier in the season with the, in Orlando Suggs, that last shot. So they've lost three times right at the buzzer in games. They, you know, potentially could have won, would have won, whatever. But last year, if you remember, they did that to every, you know, the Rosen made all these shots, these crazy shots at the end of the games, you know, one, two in a row that December 31st, January 1st, Indiana, Washington, neither one of those games, you know, that they should have won at the end, but they did. So, you know, I, I don't believe necessarily in karma or, or things turn, but you know, it's like Billy Donovan is the one who said it. He said, you know, Hey, last year we did a lot of these and now it's happening to us. Yeah. Sometimes it seems to balance out like that. Talking to Sam Smith here on 670 to score. Gabe Ramirez with you right now. I, Sam, I, I understand the the logic, you know, about the point guard position, right, and why the offense might falter in certain moments. But don't you feel that the team is still talented enough where they should, you know, be able to pull off some of these games? Well, they do pull off some of these games. You know, they all right, they, fine. They, don't they, you, fine. Let me they're, rephrase they're, the question, Sam. Don't you think they're talented enough to where they shouldn't be fighting to get into the playing situation that they at least should be there in that space? No. Okay, I don't fair. That's I love that, uh, I, and I'll tell you why they don't because they they're not built to be a modern NBA team. I I don't necessarily like the modern NBA, uh, you know, which is which is a video game of three point shooting, but that's what it is. You know, some you you sort of have to live in the environment you are, and and they they don't have any three. You know, Zach Zach can shoot threes, and uh, you know Patrick Williams kind of got that spot up three. You know, developed it. But they don't have another three-point shooter on on the roster, and no no spot-up shooters, and that's unheard of in the NBA, you know. And so almost every game, 
last night was sort of an exception. They shot a lot and made did pretty well. I think they were 16 for 42 or something like that. But that was unusual for them. You know, they're last in the league in three-point attempts and makes. So if you're out – and all these teams, you watch them, and I don't necessarily like the, the style of game, but that's what goes on. And Boston, you know, many people think they're going to win the title, and, and they'll shoot like 53s a game. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's one of those things like – you know, it used to be they would say, well, you know, if you're, if you're not shooting well and you, you're just missing threes, you know, you miss shots, go to the basket. Well, the way it is now, you know, these guys, you know, like see Jason Tatum, like he missed 10 straight threes. We'll take 10 more. <laughs> Without question. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the Bulls don't have that. And that, that's a huge flaw. And the other flaw is they're unathletic. They're really a very unathletic team. They, they're great skilled DeRozan, Vucevic, you know, Zach is athletic, but, you know, they, they don't have, they can't matter. That's why a lot of times this season you see, well, you know, how could these bad teams, quote, bad teams beat them, like Houston or Orlando? Well, the reason in a lot of those, some of those games is these are really athletic teams, really, you know, young players, and really athletes, and, it, and it's been tough, and the Bulls can out execute them. Um, but they have trouble, you know, against some of those teams. So this notion of, well, you know, we mean the Bulls shouldn't lose to those teams. Well, no. So <laughs> some of these teams just have more talent, not not experience, and not as, as good a player. But they they have some great athletes. And if they're making threes, because that's the way young guys play the game, you know, they jump and dunk and shoot threes. And <laughs> that's yeah. the way they're taught to play now. And you know, with with DeRozan, Vucevic. Uh, Caruso, now Beverly, you know, it's an older, slower kind of team. So, you know, they uh, what they do well is they really do compete. Uh, they got a couple of really tough guys, you know, with, with uh, Caruso and, you know, now Beverly. And so they defend really well, um, but they're limited offensively, and it's an offensive league now. And I thought the, I thought the great example last night was Mike Brown, who – Played, you know, when he coached in Cleveland and Lakers, you know, a couple other jobs, he played slow, always talked defense. You can't win on offense. I remember being around him one time and he went on this screed against like Mike D'Antoni style ball. Oh, you can't win that way in the NBA. And now he's got the (laughs) the best offense and the worst defense in the league. And he's having the best season Sacramento's had in two decades. So, And it's great to see what he did yesterday. I mean, even – from a coaching standpoint, you saw him say, okay, well, we know what you want to do offensively, and we're just, we'd much rather you shoot a ton of threes. And that, so that, they, they put, the Bulls put up a ton yesterday, but it was because they were clogging up the middle with that zone. So it kind of was stopping them from allowing DeMar to get to his spaces or Zach to get to the cup or Vooch try to operate from the post. And, you know, Kobe did come in hot for the very right. beginning, right? Hit his first couple threes. And even in the second quarter, there was a, a moment where he had passed up a three. Uh, giving it to DeMar, and I think uh, that, that's when Andre Drummond had the three-second violation. And then the very next possession, he didn't pass it up that time, and he ended up putting it up there. But it, the team looked like they wanted to shoot threes yesterday, even if, even though they were broke in the first half. Uh, but they were, they were you know, and Zach was obviously not hitting either. But you're right, it's like a different NBA now, and, and the Bulls seem to be that team where, you know, they were on the they were trying to still make work what used to work, and then now they're at a point now where obviously they're going to have to do something about that. Uh, Sam Sam Smith uh, right here on 670 score, Gabriel Ramirez. You mentioned Pat Bev a couple of times, and 
you know, when you watch him on the on the floor, you know, he anticipates well, you know, very very well on on, on the defensive side when, when rebounding. And what one thing he does exceptionally well that I that I didn't know before was, you know, he looks for other people to score. So he'll drive to the hole with zero intention of shooting and only to draw on defenders to get them, you know, get his other guys open. Do you see him being somebody that, you know, AK and Mark Eversley might might bring back next year? I'd like to see him come back, you know, Same. as a reserve. Same. You know, you've got to upgrade. you you got to have a starting point guard. I mean, how old is he, 35 or 34? Yeah. 30, you, you know, you, I mean, you got to start looking toward the future kind of thing and say, you know, where are we going in the next couple of years? You, you, you can't keep doing it with 35-year-olds. And, yeah, I think he'd be good to have on the team. He probably should have been on the team six years ago or eight years ago. He, he I remember him at the at – the, I don't know if it was the Birdo Center or the Advocate. I remember him working out and um, uh, whatever was going on, they didn't bring him in, and he was desperate, you know, Chicago native, you know, to play for the Bulls. And you could see he really appreciates being here, has really embraced it, love it, and uh, it would it would be great to bring him back. But you you got to have a you got to have a a point guard, and, and, that, and again, I don't want to make the excuse with ball, but he made threes, and, and he was a shooter, and, you know, the point, like you made just before, okay, you know, if you if you, if you you throw it to one of those three guys, and I think that's why the shooting percentages weren't great overall, is, you, you know, you put Caruso or DeSumo in one corner, and uh, Beverly Nether, they're not guarding those guys. You know, they're going to they're gonna clog up for the other guys and make it tough because they're saying, well, you know, those guys don't even want to shoot threes. And if they do, fine, let them. <laughs> and, you know, and so, um, yeah, I think I think he's, you know, and, he, and he's been great. We're, we're, I mean, I, I thought he was, I thought Beverly had a lot to do with the success Minnesota had last year. You know, feisty and, you know, not good motivation for young guys, uh, knows how to play, you know, teaching out there. So I think he's valuable to have on the team. But you got to upgrade that start, that point guard position. Yeah, that's going to be a must. And I, I'm excited to see what direction they go in and who they, who they bring in because clearly there's going to be some changes in the offseason regardless of whether they make the play-in or, or they miss it. There's going to be something. But wouldn't it be cool, Sam? If the Bulls did miss the playoffs completely and the play-in, and then their, the lottery ball did bounce in their favor, and they were able to get a guy like Victor Wembanyama, or because you want a point guard, are you going for Scoot Henderson? Well, I think everybody go, goes Wembanyama, uh, even though I, you know I personally uh, I say worry, have doubts about players that size in the history of the NBA. Seven fives haven't worked out. You know they've been injured, but. You know, it seems that they're aware they've kept this this kid in in good shape and uh, conditioned wise for his size and you know just the effect of being able to be that sort of defensive presence and you know be in the lane and uh, con- you know have a, a rim protector like that who's athletic. Uh, you you just can't pass him by. But you know what? If if they if they lost a lot, if they got up there and ended up with two, I'd feel pretty good too. Because that, <laughs> that kid looks like he could be a great, a terrific point guard for years to come and just what they would need. You know, almost like sort of the Zion draft where everyone had to take Zion because he was fans. Everybody loved him, you know, but you'd hear GM say, I hope we fall to two, you know, because we want John. Now, of course, he's had some issues lately, <laughs> but I think he'll, 
I hope he'll 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 be fine and 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 come around. But that was the discussion before, you know, and I, we heard a lot of it from fans. I'm sure you did too, about you know before the trade deadline, you know, trade Demar, trade Zach, trade you know, and go for the draft. But still, you know, you got to get top four. Or Orlando has your pick. So, right. but that said, you know, I mean, really, the turnaround, you know, ten years ago was when they. Had, were ninth, I think, and had 1.7% odds and, and got Derrick Rose, you know, which even John Paxson, GM at the time, didn't think was possible. He didn't even watch the draft. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's funny. So, but the NBA happens, is rigged. Yeah. The NBA is rigged, Sam. We know this. The The bouncing ball falls in favor of the team that needs that pick. Just like I think – I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it right now so that you and I could discuss this, you know, after the, after they pick the bouncing ball – San Antonio is going to end up with the number one pick, even though they're not going to have the they'll have like the third worst record or second worst record. But they're going to because they want to give them that big man, that 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 Tim Duncan, that that David Robinson type guy, and it's going to be Victor Wembanyama. Just mark mark my words right there. Sam, well, of course, you're a real conspiracy guy. You would say, well, the NBA doesn't want to have the San Antonio market excited. <laughs> you know, give them the Chicago. That's where yeah. that's where we want our market to improve. That, that's that should be the case, right? Uh, but they already did that with Derrick Rose, Sam. I appreciate you hanging out with me, man. I always love talking Bulls with you. All right. Good to talk to you. Sam Smith, of course, Bulls.com writer, uh, Chicago Tribune, obviously uh, author of The Jordan Rules. And you got to check out that book I'll show you with Derrick Rose. It's actually a really good one, man. I had the chance to to, to listen to that. Derrick Rose, or read that. Derrick Rose is one of my favorites. Um, all right. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score. Let's bounce back to football. I don't want to depress you guys anymore talking about the, the Bulls. Uh, let, let's get some more audio from some of the newly signed Bears, see what they had to say about playing with Justin Fields, and then we'll hear some more from Ryan Poles on the other side as well. Don't go anywhere. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Obviously, in Tennessee, they ask you to run block a whole lot with Derrick Henry. Did it play any factor know that the Bears are also a team that likes to run the football a lot? I mean, yeah, 100%. You know, at the end of the day, I just felt like it was a good fit for me. It's Nate Davis today talking to the press at Hallis Hall, saying that he thought the Bears were a good fit for him, and I, I would I would like to agree. We're going to open up the lines right now. 
studs, clear them up, man. Let's get some callers. I need to talk bears with some people that have ideas. 312-644-6767. That is the number here to the score. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious. I've been saying it all so long that I feel like these the signings today are giving me 2022 vibes. The Byron Pringle, the Kill Harrys, you know, it's giving me that. You know, and 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 Herb Howard said, "Hey, you know, these guys aren't being asked to to be saviors, kind of like how the, the first wave was in 2022, but they're they're asked to do a little something di- different, like a like a Robert Tunyon, who the Bears just signed from Green Bay on a one year deal, 53 catches last year, 470 yards, two tutties. I guess I'm like." It's not who I wanted, and maybe that's why I'm down on the signing. Dante Foreman, one-year deal. He's 26, 947 yards last year. Played all 17 games, though, five tutties. Andrew Billings, one-year deal, one-year, $3.5 million. Going to clog up the middle for you, but, again, not 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 the sex. I just wanted a sexy pick. Is that... Listen, after Mark Grody and I were doing the show Tuesday together, I was I felt good about being greedy. You, that's not my character. That's not who I am. But after these signings, I'm like, like P.J. Walker, cool, all right, but I'm not like, oh yeah, like that's what I, that's how I want to feel right now. So again, I'm curious how you're feeling after these signings today. Three one two six forty four. 67 67 and then to to be more specific not only do I hear do I want to hear about how you feel about these signings Mark Grody talked to a draft expert and he kind of leaned on the idea that the Bears could take a cornerback with the ninth pick in the draft because he'll be the best corner available after the a slew of quarterbacks get taken top-tier defensive linemen get taken, maybe an offensive lineman as well. And then I get a text from the 847 that says, hey, Gabe, I think the Bears should take a cornerback with the ninth pick in the draft. That way the corners are secure with Jalen Johnson on the other side, and those two new linebackers in the middle were going to be in nickel 90% of the time anyway, and our nickel cornerback position is improved, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No. I don't want no damn quarter, cornerback at nine. That's that's silly to me. Bears are already, you know, in a decent position right now with their with their secondary. So I'd much rather have someone that could make a big difference somewhere else where there's a gaping hole. Specifically, nope, I don't want I don't want offensive line either. I gotta be honest. I know I get it. And somebody else texted uh let's see, from the six three oh said, Gabe, they're not picking Peter Skaronsky. His arms are too short. I, I hate repeatables. I hate those repeatables where it's like, you know, you read an article or you heard someone say it once and then all of a sudden you think it's Bible. You're like, his arms are too short. I want nothing to do with it. But then did you hear the, did you hear Corey Wooten? I had him on the show the other day and, and I asked him about Peter Scronzi. Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, went to Northwestern and he's like, man, if a guy could block, he could block. I'm not worried about his arms. And I and I and I get that, but I get it. That's the narrative that's out there. I said uh, they're not picking Peter Skronsky. Arms are too short. He's better off being a guard. I could see them picking Paris Johnson. Johnson, of course, the offensive ta- or offensive lineman from Georgia. Big dude. I get it. Again, the, the offensive line. 
studs. When you think about offensive linemen, it's like I told her about it's just not a sexy pick. I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to get sexy. I like I like sexy. And there's nothing wrong with being sexy. Give me somebody sexy at nine. That's why for me, Jalen Carter, I get it. Nine pounds overweight. Get it. Did you hear what happened? What his latest is with his with this case? Pleaded guilty. And then his 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 agent just went on a beautiful PR, just like like rant. And was like, hey, and these are things that that I did not know. And I think it's good to repeat these things, right? You talk about repeatables. So according to Mark Schlabach, he said former Georgia star defensive lineman was sentenced to 12 months of probation, a $1,000 fine, and 80 hours of community service, and will attend a state-approved defensive driving course. So that's what... So he pleaded guilty, which I think is so smart. I pleaded no contest, excuse me. So smart of Jalen Carter to do. When you're thinking about a PR angle and what, accept responsibility from the very beginning. Get this thing out of the way. I did it. I plead no contest. I, give me my 12 months probation. Give me my fine. Give me my community service hours. And now everyone knows it's not lingering over me. It is done. It is What has happened has happened. Now, mind you, because people are like, oh, well, do you want a guy like that? La, la, la. 12 months probation, bro. He does anything. He is going to jail. The last thing you want to do is, you know, commit an offense while you're on probation. Judges are not playing games with that kind of thing. So you would think at the very least you have one year of good behavior that you're going to be, you know, anticipating. But then, again, it's what said after that might change your mind about Jalen Carter in the situation. His attorney, Kim Stevens, went on to say, quote, we are happy that we were able to work with the Solicitor General's office to reach a resolution that was fair and just based on the evidence in this case. Mr. Carter continues to grieve for the loss of his friends and continues to pray for their families as well as the continued healing for, okay, blah, blah, that's, that's fluff, right? But listen, it continues. So fact of the matter is that the other car was riding at 104 miles per hour and the blood alcohol concentration of the driver was 0.197, which is about two and a half times the legal limit. I'll tell you why that's important. Stevens continues, Jalen Carter's attorney. If the investigation had determined, um, oh, excuse me, uh, it says Carter did, did not cause the car wreck, right? And... It said that he stood at the, the scene of the crime and did not leave until he was told to do so. It says, if the investigation had determined otherwise, Mr. Carter would have been charged with far more serious offenses of vehicular homicide and serious injury by vehicle under Georgia law, both felony offenses, and he would have faced the late, lengthy prison sentence. It says, even after being informed that he could leave, Mr. Carter returned to the scene at the request of the athens Clark County Police Department to answer additional questions and continue to cooperate in, in the investigation. Now, the assumption, right, because you just hear it in passing, is that everybody was drunk. They were driving fast. The accident happened. Somebody died. Well, Ms. Stevens continues and says, if there had been any suspicion that Mr. Carter had consumed alcohol or used an illegal substance when Athens Clark County police officers and investigators spoke to him at the scene following the accident, they would have arrested him for DUI. That wasn't the case. 
As a result, he pleads no contest, and he gets the 12 months probation, $1,000 fine, and, and 80 hours of community service. Do you think, now that I'm just talking this through, because it was an athens Clark County police officer, do you think that they were like, Jalen, you're an idiot. Get out of here. And then they didn't charge him? No, right? That wouldn't happen in a small small town in, in Atlanta, would it? I hope not. But the reason why we talk about this, right, is because he is going to be in the draft. He is going more than likely probably going to be available at number nine. And you heard Ryan Poles talk about character and how a guy like DJ Moore fits the locker room. And, of course, Jalen Carter is, you know, up until this point, maybe not someone that fits that mold, but the Bears are doing their due diligence. They're meeting with him personally, having conversations with him, because I'm sure they think to themselves, damn, man, we might be able to get a steal at number nine and then just vouch for this guy. He's going to do his own personal workout day where he's going to, you know, run the 40, do the drills, all the good stuff. But it is concerning when a guy comes in. I mean, listen, I might gain nine pounds in a week, but that's because I'm drinking beer and eating steaks. It's not because, you know, like I like I know how you gain nine pounds in a week. You just don't go to the gym. You know, that's the, the, you know, that's the thing. I was thinking about this yesterday when we started seeing all this. Do you know how hard it is for someone with that much muscle who's that yeah. big to metabolism, pack metabolism like 22 yeah. years old? You know, yeah, yeah, 20, yeah 21, 22 years old. Yeah. Got a high metabolism because you got all that muscle. Like, it's just like that's just naturally how it works. You have more muscle, your body burns more calories, yeah. you know? But on so its own. If you're, yeah, on its own. Like, you don't even have <laughs> you know, to work out. Moving, yeah. yeah. So, so you, to, you to put on that much weight in that amount of time is yeah. impressive. To be in a know? caloric surplus as opposed to yes. a caloric deficit. Yes. To the point like where he, you gain nine had, pounds. Yeah, I do them in pack, like packing in like three, four thousand calories a day. Hella milkshakes, hella cheeseburgers, hella everything. You know you're about to get paid one way or another, so you're eating everything, and you're not working out on the other side. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like you know, it's funny if you're you know, eat like that. You're 22. Your body can handle it. You got to work out still. You, you know, work out. <laughs> go 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 walk somewhere. He didn't do anything. Uh, if, if he's at did that statement, now I'll ask you, Studs, because you were listening. Did that statement or the, the, the notion that, you know, he wasn't under the influence, he was just a young kid, you know, just trying to have some, you know, let's, let's be real. I mean, obviously, listen, we understand what happened, right? But he's, he's, a, he's a young guy that was trying to have some fun in the moment, right? Clearly, they were laughing. They thought it was, they weren't like, no, nah, F you, F you, we're going to go right. Like, that's not what it was, right? We know that that's a, 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 at a two in the morning or whatever it is, one in the morning, you're just dumb and, you know, doing young things and saying, let's go race you. My car, kill you. This Jeep, I got it. You can't touch me. And then you go and then, you know, something tragic happens as a result of it. But after hearing that, that he wasn't under the influence, that he cooperated to the fullest, obviously grieving, you know, and not just, you know, looking at it as, oh, whatever. Does that change your opinion at all about Jalen Carter? The, the the him saying he wasn't drunk, I guess. No, the police it, said he wasn't drunk. Sorry, sorry. Right, police right, right. saying he wasn't drunk makes it slightly better. That's good. He wasn't drinking and doing this stuff, but it's still it doesn't make it that much better because it's still. I mean, this is you can check the police police records. Like this isn't the first time he has been caught on something like this. Yeah, you know. So this is a pattern. This is something he was doing repeatedly, and. 
that's like that's not a good sign to me because it's it's when he sees where like somebody close to him needs to get to him and be like, hey, cut this stuff out. Yeah, like this is you, you're trying to you've already tanked your own probably tanked your own draft stock. Like you got to stop this stuff because it's gonna it's it's gonna keep getting worse. Like you can't. You know, it's one thing you're doing this in college. You know, young young kids in college do dumb stuff. I get it, but I did a lot of dumb stop. stuff. Yeah, we've all like, done, especially we've all done in, dumb stuff. Like he's 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 21. Yeah, and Let's be so, very yeah, clear. 21 year olds are dumb. I get it, but you gotta like you gotta cut it out. Like you're trying to be a professional yeah. football player. Like I, if I was Ryan Poles, I'd be like, hey, what's the deal, man? Yeah, you, like we. Like, the first thing you got to say to do this, yeah, we're not going to deal with this. You have to say to, when you see a guy like Jalen Carter, you have to look at him and say, "You're not invincible. I can see you. I'm looking at you. You cannot operate as if you are above everything." And I understand in a bubble like Georgia, where you know you won back to back national championships, you feel as though you're on top of the world and things c- can come to you easily because everything you've worked towards, you've gotten, and therefore you feel as though you are entitled to a certain way of life. And that can't be the case. That can't be the case. And, and, and sometimes, right, in life, you have to, you, you get slapped with reality because you are way, like, I'm not bringing religion into it, but sometimes, let's just call it the world, you, you, you can be too reckless in a time in your life and you need to be humbled by the world. And this is one of those moments for Jalen Carter where I, I, I most certainly feel he's being humbled because no one else could humble him. No, no, no coach could coach him to that, to that level. No parent could get him to act right. So therefore the world needs to do that. And sometimes those lessons are valuable because sometimes it allows you to look at yourself. Man, I'm, I'm speaking from, first, from personal experience. Sometimes you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I'm not that. I'm not what everyone is making me out to be. Or I'm not, you know, a guy that should be in jail like Jalen Carter almost was, right? And then you say to yourself, I need to change this up because what I am is a good human being. I am a football player. I am an elite athlete. I am someone that wants to contribute to my community, things like that. But sometimes you need life experiences to do that. And, and sometimes, again, the world will humble you quickly. So it'll be interesting to see. Because if we know one thing about Ryan Poles, that he is going to do his homework. He is going to talk to him at length and really try to, you know, find out what it is that, that he can get, if anything, from, from a Jalen Carter if he were to draft him at the number nine position. But what once seemed like a lock Lock the second, the second non-quarterback taken off the board is now a little bit murkier than we once thought, which is an interesting place to be. But April twenty seventh, that's when it'll happen. First round of the NFL draft. Bears currently with the number nine pick. We get the opportunity to see what happens. It's Gabe Ramirez here on six seventy. The score. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Take. We're gonna get out of this little dark tunnel that we were just in. We're gonna lighten things up a little bit. I call it Twitter time. It's a a nice little stroll around the Twitter sphere where we get to see what's going on, not only in the world of sports, but I, I sprinkle, I do a little Salt Bay sprinkle of pop culture in there as well so we can keep things light. We'll do that on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez right here 
on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only want to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, chirp. All right, let's have some fun, man. Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score. It's my last segment. I like to lighten things up a little bit. Sometimes we get a little, you know, serious with the sports. Twitter time's fun, man. We get a chance to talk a little bit about sports, a little bit about pop culture. If you ever find yourself reading a tweet that you feel like, I don't know, I might be interested in, please, by all means, make sure you uh, hit me up on Twitter. Tag me in it so that I can I can get us there. All right, first up, this from John Morosi says, Tim Anderson is a difference-making defender no matter where he plays. Brilliant tag, huge momentum play, of course. Team USA uh, taking down uh, Team Columbia yesterday. And T.A., it's cool to see him in a different environment as a White Sox fan. Like, it's like the kid that, like, you know, like, like think about, you know, Laurie Markkinen. Think about Wendell Carter Jr. Guys that have left and gotten better. And you, you're always fearful as a Sox fan that T.A. is going to be that dude where maybe underappreciated, undervalued on the South side. And if he goes somewhere else, you know, he's going to be some sort of like mega star or superstar stud. And on Team USA, I mean, everyone's just like, he's a stud. Every single person is, is just singing Tim Anderson's praises. So, I don't know. It's cool to see him get a little shine. Hopefully, he, he like gets a little bit of that Zach Levine thing where he went to go play with in the Olympics with some of the best and then came back and just felt like he had a different mindset. So, that's what I'm hoping, man. I hope Tim Anderson really has a really big year. And I hope that this is the beginning of it. Chirp, chirp. Uh, this from the Chicago Bears says, Bears night out. Did you catch this yesterday? Not only was Justin Fields at the Bulls game, but his starting three wide receivers were there too. Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, DJ Moore. Now, I've to- told you guys this a ton of times. One of my degrees is in behavioral communication, and I obsess over nonverbals. And there was a moment in the second quarter where they show DJ Moore and Chase Claypool. Now, the shot is of DJ Moore. And, you know, Stacy and Adam, they're talking about DJ Moore. And below DJ Moore is Chase Claypool, like, eating a hot dog or something like that, right? But they were the only two in the shot. And all I could think to myself was, studs, think about you and I. If, if you were in row B by yourself and you know in those suites there's only like five chairs right if you were in row B by yourself and I passed you up to go sit in row A by myself the thought would be we ain't boys right because because well, because I would never do that I would sit right next to you and be like brother it's crazy oh uh, okay I guess let me there's a few things we don't know here were there other people sitting in the seats around no. them before no or this so and, and here's what made it worse Here's what made it worse. How, how long was the camera on them before you saw this? 30 seconds. 30 seconds? That's so a long we, we time. We don't know who was there before. Oh, you mean like if people left yeah, the space? Yeah. Or here's nah, the No, nah, I'll tell you why. Maybe, I t- I, maybe, no, no, I'll tell yeah, you why okay, nobody okay. was there. Because Chase Claypool had a fresh plate of food. Okay. And you weren't... Th- maybe he likes to eat alone. I don't know. No, no here's the other thing I was going to say. I Maybe... There's like some social anxiety stuff. Like they don't know each other that well. Yeah. Like if it Perfect was, if opportunity. it was, a, if it was me and it's a brand new coworker, 
I probably would have been like, I'm going to, you know, like shy away. Maybe DJ Moore sat down first, sat down second. You know, we don't know. Right. My point exactly. exactly, Either way, one of them was being shady and I didn't like it. I got to be honest. Because you want, and here's the the point that I'll make in closing. Because four minutes later, they show another shot and it's all of them sitting on the same row together. Almost like they set themselves up for the PR moment. Hey, we're going to get a camera back on you guys. Justin, Darnell, come down here. DJ, I know you're in row B. Everybody sit in row A so we can make it look like you guys love each other. That's all right. They don't have to love each other off the field as long True. as they love each other on the field and as long as Justin loves each of yeah, them. Yeah. That's individual. Yeah. You're right. That's, I don't that's need Chase to love DJ. I need Justin to love DJ and Clays. All right. Next sure, one. Sure. We're inside Twitter time here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez. This from at the Hoop Central. This is Steph Curry on Russell Westbrook. Of course, the Golden State Warriors took on the Clippers last night. Steph dropped a 50-piece, even though they lost. But Steph said, one thing about Russ, no matter what people say about him or how he's playing, he competes. I know the Clippers love that about him. Every night he shows up and plays hard. That's something you cannot teach. It's kind of a lost art these days. Now, someone pointed out about Russell Westbrook that Kevin Durant won MVP when he played with Russell Westbrook. James Harden won MVP when he played with Russell Westbrook in Houston. He said Paul George had his best year statistically when he played with Russell Westbrook and that it was unfortunate when he was with the Lakers because both LeBron and AD only played about 40 games that year. So they really couldn't like get much out of Russell the way that he normally is used to contributing because those guys weren't there, but the proof is in the pudding. He makes the best guys better. I mean, the average in triple doubles, man. He's 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 moving the ball. He's not ball hogging. He just doesn't have great shot selection. So uh, I, I appreciate Steph coming out and saying those things about Russ because I'm a big Russ fan. Chirp, chirp. This from Say Cheese DG. I hate this account, by the way. It always pops up. I don't follow it, but this one was a good one. Michael Jordan's about to sell the Charlotte Hornets franchise, at least a, a stake of it. He paid 180 million dollars for the team in 2010. The franchise is now worth $1.7 billion. When they say the rich get richer, this is what they're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. $180 million. First of all, none of us got $180 million, right? So you go and buy it for the buck 80 that nobody else can. And then what happens in 13 years? You're up tenfold, tenfold. Tenfold? Good good for Michael Jordan. It's about about time something went right for that guy. You know, he's had a tough life. Yeah, I know, right? It's like this guy can't catch a break, man. Just, just, Just. you you know, but good for him. One point seven billion dollars, and if they miss the playoffs and mess around and get Victor Wembanyama, you understand? That's I mean, it's you said tenfold. That's a hundredfold. Oh yeah, a hundred times your investment. That's insane. It's like if I built a house to flip. You yeah. know, and I built it for a hundred thousand dollars, and then sold it for a billion, or wow. for a million. Excuse a million. me. Yeah, I got you tenfold over here, man. Matt, Crazy. Sorry. Oh man, that's just the rich get richer. That's all I can say. But shout out MJ, man. Sure, what, sure. Great investment. Uh, this from T Swift NZ on Twitter says, "In celebration of the TS the Eras Tour, Taylor Swift's the Eras Tour. Taylor Swift is releasing four previously unreleased songs tonight at midnight. And let me tell you something." When you're looking on Twitter on a day that something like this happens, it then becomes inundated with Taylor Swift stuff. So eyes open. You've heard of that. Safe and sound. If this is a movie and all of the girls, that seems to be the 
most popular one that people are hyped about. But T-Swizzle, you can say what you want about her, but if you were to go to her concert, you most certainly would know a lot of her songs. All right, next up, inside of uh, Twitter time, this from March Madness says, Duke rolls in round one, Blue Devils dominate Oral Roberts, winning 74-51 to 51 to advance to the second round. I had Duke. I have Duke losing in the next round, but that's because Duke never comes through. The only time they came through, I'll tell you the last time they came through, is when they won the national championship, and I won the Odyssey, at the time, CBS Radio, uh, office pool. I won it, and I picked Duke that year to, to win. So, shout out to Duke, but not likely that they're going to be able to do that again. But it's going to be a fun run. I have a couple people in my bracket that picked Duke to win, and I'm like, did you watch college basketball this year? Or are you living in 1998 again? Some people just pick the name. <laughs> just like... You want to start a jacket, too, from them? I guess sure, that's sure. what you want. Uh, let's see. I got a couple more here before we go. This from Joe Pompliano. It says, YouTube TV dropped MLB Network last month and is now increasing its monthly price from $64 to $72. Now, that makes sense to me, right? That The, the math ain't mathing there. You, you get rid of the MLB Network and you raise the prices on me. Do you have YouTube TV, studs? What do you I have? do, yeah. I have YouTube TV, too. Big fan. It's it's. It's super tight. The unlimited DVR. This is how I sell it to people. Unlimited DVR. Unlimited DVR. That's, that should be it. If that was the sell for me. It's super easy. And they got all your sports that you want in there. My, I actually share my YouTube TV account with an account executive that used to work with me down the hall. Or used to work for this company, I should say. He now works at the competitor over at KISS. And, and, but, but we still... We, we actually, actually, him and I won multiple championships together on this radio station softball league. Him and I. So really good friends, but he works over there. And he just literally texted me today, and he's like, are you going to be using multiple TVs this weekend? Because I'm going to be watching the kids. Like, whatever, bro. Uh, YouTube TV. Make sure you guys get it. All right. About to get up out of here. I uh, got to thank my guest today, Herb Howard. Fantastic stuff on the Bears. Sam Smith. Love talking to him about the Bulls. It's like, what, like who? I could talk to my friends and my dad if I want to, but I get to talk to Sam Smith. That's super awesome. Got to thank... My producer tonight, Adam Stadzinski. Great job today, sir. Thanks for hanging out. And let me see. Today's Thursday, so mañana I'll be on your radio 6 o'clock leading you into some Bulls basketball as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, all right? Mi gente, my people. Oh, don't forget, tomorrow as well, 10 to 3, B96, if you want to hear yourself some Taylor Swift. All right, mi gente, my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio. 670 to score. I'm going to correct you to the point of my legal knowledge. You are 100% wrong. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.